Welcome back, Kid Ass Valley Sports Talk fans. We're finally back with another episode of your Kid Ass Valley Sports Talk, brought to you by Fitters Furniture, quality furniture since 1896. We are back with another episode, our fall kickoff episode. We're joined by Sammy Henderson, John Goodat, Luke Olson is still with the pod. We did not get rid of him, but he ain't here. So, you two, welcome to the brand new Big Country Studios. It's beautiful. It's cozy. Feels like home. It does feel like home. I was when I uh, drove up here. I was greeted by uh, the two most wonderful dogs in the world. <laughs> you old Megan Paisley. That's right. Uh, it's good to be back. It's only been about fifteen years since we've seen each other. Oh, that's gosh. how long it seems. Yeah, it seems like a long, long time. Many, many months of no local sports. Yes, it has been. We had so many plans for this fall. A lot going on. A lot, lot brewing. And it's just nothing's gone as planned since about the second week in March. So that's right. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and there was a big pause here. I, I, I take credit for that due to life. <laughs> life happened. And uh, like I said, we got a new studio here. Uh, I did have to throw the bibbed overalls on because the heater's too loud. <laughs> and yeah. it is winter outside. But we're going to be okay. It's going to be all right here. <laughs> I feel good. I I'm feel in flip-flops, and I haven't, I've only complained once. So <laughs> I think you're, I think you're in good shape. Sammy, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's glad to be back here and and, and, uh, and just podcasting again, talking whatever sports we can talk about now in the Kid House Valley. But, uh, yeah, what have you guys been up to? Uh, watching sports on TV, mm-hmm. uh, putting on my COVID-15 every 45 days. <laughs> Um, I mean, I've tried to make a triathlon out of what I can eat Yes, all day long. Yeah. A yeah. little bit of meat, a little cheese, maybe a little hydration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like that barley honestly, <laughs> we just figured out a different way to get busy. And, and, uh, so we, in, in our house, we were bored, you know, everybody embraced the, you know, hunker down and, and lock down for a little bit. And then we got bored. And so we just figure out new ways to be busy so you're not driving the tournaments on random wednesdays or weekends you're driving camping or something like that so um well it's been a pretty big bummer i don't know if people know this but i i haven't been seen at kid us football games the last couple years it's because i'm in the booth with john the eric Sorensen press box and suites so who announces the football games but i'm smart enough to know there's a heater up there and i volunteered to spot for him now that being said I am a horrible spotter. I'm blind. <laughs> it's dark out. Can't see in the dark. Yeah. But I got a warm spot to say, John, I think it was number <laughs> whatever yeah. the player that played the talk. You don't have binoculars? I, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not that's, really. That's That would be like my to-do list number one. If you ever need a spotter to-do list, yeah. I'll get you set up next time. We'll be ready to go. Uh, I will bring the binocs next time when we get back to life. Normal. <laughs> yes. And uh, John might have an accurate announcement. Those things. <laughs> so th- if he's ever screwed one up, it's my fault. Yeah. We'll just go with that. Do you ever get the parents banging? It wasn't him. It oh, wasn't yeah, him. Yeah. And, you know, in the uh, at Harding Field there in Kittitas, yes. uh, those stands are relatively cozy. And so mm-hmm. even me, a deaf guy, can hear. There's nothing much worse than a mom who's heard her son's name oh, said man. wrong. Oh. And uh, so there has yeah. been some chanting from the uh, – from the uh, opposition. So well, I remember the one time the dad came in to see if we could turn the speaker down. On the yeah. Side, and yeah. We're like, no. No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But we can turn it up. <laughs> turn it up. It's, it's, it's not even near the 10. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's been a bummer this fall. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been watching, same as you, a lot of sports. Uh, watched the Lakers win, which made my my heart happy. I'm a big LeBron fan. Jordan. Uh, Sorry. That's a different, uh, anyway, that's anyway, a different podcast for that, a different day. That, my bad. <laughs> I had to, you should have seen the feathers ruffle on Sammy. There. I know. I got a little – I was ready to fight. <laughs> uh, but realizing I also, man, outside of sports, my hobbies, like, this is the first time, like, I've been without sports mm-hmm. yeah. in my life. So, like, growing up, it was sports, 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 even college, even <laughs> after college. And so – and then after leaving CWU, it was, you know, my kids' sports and things like that and – so when COVID hit, it was like, I don't have hobbies outside of, like, fishing and playing games. Right. <laughs> like, that's – so we've, been, we've done a lot of games. We played a masterful game of apples to apples last Ooh. night. Ooh. Which was great. That's a great game. It is a fun one. Yeah. My kids are getting to the old enough age now where we can play some of those funner games where they get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's what we've been up to. And cooking a lot of meat. Got a got a new <sighs> grill. Uh, I just bought a brisket. It's going to go down. We put together a cookbook. Yes. A, a brisket, huh? A brisket. I've never and done a brisket. Ladies and gentlemen, Sammy's address is. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no, the size of that thing, even I, my wife, I was like, I told her, I was like, I'm going to cook it today. And I'm like, no. we can't eat all that. Like, yeah. It's just going to go in the fridge and we're going to throw it out next week. Yeah. That's, well, I mean, if you cooked it today, we could have ate it here, but right, whatever. I, we're not special. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, but it takes like a full day and it is a fun day. Yes, it I is. I love cooking a good brisket. So I'm hoping it's a, one of these days coming up where I've got football on at 9 oh, a.m. Yeah. Those are the out, best. My back porch, you know, get the brisket on there. Speaking of that, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. Are you going to do the turkey on it? No. I did the turkey on it. And? <laughs> no, it was awesome. But the number one advice is make sure the barbecue works before you wake, go to bed. Because I had to tur- throw it on at like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. And I went to turn it on at my, my barbecue. I have a Green Mountain. And it wouldn't oh. heat up necessarily. to the, And it had to take it all apart, vacuum all the dust. Yeah, it's out. been there. And it was like freezing cold. Really, you and ruined to, Thanksgiving. And I had to get a nap. No, I got a good. I had to get a nap in because I was leaving that night to go to Pullman. <laughs> so it was a long day for me, but it was so much fun. It is. It is great. So Nothing. Make sure the barbecue works when we go to sleep at night. Deal. The brine. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> sounds. Like yeah, sounds good. I'll, I'll. Yeah, I'll remember to do that. I'll leave some leftovers for yeah. you, there, John. I'll yeah. save some for you guys. It sounds wonderful. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, same here, guys. We've moved, sold our house, and had a baby in the last two months. So yeah, you've done I've pretty much busy. a lifetime in yeah. October. <laughs> yeah, first off, moving sucks. Yeah. That's not great. But ended with, uh, I got a dad brag on Miss Peyton Julian being born last week. Congratulations, sir. Congrats. Uh, a lot of parents are about to say a big F you to me right now because the last three nights, she's a week old today. She has woke up only twice and has slept in the bassinet all night or the whole time. Fingers crossed and prayers up that that continues for you. I'm knocking on wood right now. It's actually quite obvious that that's just solid parenting. Yes, that's it's what it all is. parenting. <laughs> I mean, you're one step away from writing a book. Yeah, you know, yeah. I thought about it already, and, and then <laughs> I didn't. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's been good. Being a dad's the best. It's great. You both. You it's know awesome. That. Both you. Know all that. of us would know that. Hashtag yeah. girl dad. Girl dad. Girl dad. Two girls, man. I'm going to have to get over there with uh, the softball coaches and learn some softball here soon. That's right. Oh, you know what? If we're going to talk about softball really quick, mm-hmm. I might be uh, going off of uh, the schedule here. Hey, but it's uh, a podcast. We can do whatever we want. There is a uh, nasty rumor that I would love to confirm. Uh-oh. Coach Nate Phillips. Yes. 
I believe he has not cut his hair since pretty oh. much 2014 is what it looks like. Coach Phil, and if you're listening right now, you sign up your Twitter account again. You get on Facebook and send the picture for the people to see of that flow. Fabio Phillips. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> you know, he, at the end of the summer, promised me cornrows. And um, that to my knowledge, has not been done. And so with my uh, 10th grader, Delaney, having yeah. geometry with Coach Phil, mm-hmm. uh, I ask her two questions every day. What kind of homework do we have? And has Coach cut his hair? I'm... And I get a blank stare on the homework. Sorry, Coach, but that's true. And then she gives me a definitive, nope, he has not cut his hair yet. Is this he... the same Nate that played softball with us, your cousin? no. Different guy? No. Different guy. Okay, Coach I'll Phil. just shut up. Okay, sounds good. Yep. Um, <laughs> that's a good thing for a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, Coach <laughs> Phil, you, he was there a couple. He was there before you came on. And, uh, you know, I think we need to call him throughout some of the recordings tonight. Sure. Ask him what hair products he recommends. <laughs> because that would be good. every Snapchat I get, he always is flaunting it a little bit more. So, <laughs> so we got to get – that's we might even have to see what listeners are – we'll put a post out. Let's see your your quarantine hair. Yeah, uh, yeah. I took care of that, and I it, it was a bad idea. And luckily, barbershops opened up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I took care of it. So, absolutely. Uh, but you know what? Some of the things we've been watching. You know, luckily, some sports have started up. Obviously, Major League Baseball, NBA. Um, the latest, because now I'm free and I have time, is college football. But for me, college football didn't get. I did not get excited about it until the Pac-12 started. Right. I, d- I do watch. There's a select few teams. Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Nebraska, I've been a Nebraska fan ever since I was a little kid. But they're not very good at football at the moment. So, Oklahoma they're, State it is. They're terrible. And yeah. uh, Oklahoma State's only lost one, but that was a great OT game to against Texas. Texas. Yes. Uh, I watched that game. Yeah. I've always liked Oklahoma State just because they always seem to be the little brother to Oklahoma. Yeah. And they play Oklahoma – uh, this weekend, they have a chance at winning that one. They do. They They're do. Good. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's looked better since going mm-hmm. like zero and two. Yeah, but that could be a fun game. Yeah, yeah. And I and whenever I see Nebraska lose, I can always make myself feel better. Better reminding myself that past guest Tony Quirk has it worse by rooting for Michigan and what they have going with what their a, supposed <laughs> savior <laughs> taking us to the promised land. And they that is a, uh, sorry, Tony. That has yeah. been a congratulations. It's bad. I think Harbaugh's on his way out. Gotta be. I mean, I think I think that the the season this year gives everybody a little bit of a grace period. But yeah. I think that's one program that, I mean, because because NCAA Division One football is operating like this is just a regular year, right? Like, right. You know, they're still doing their top four. Like, yeah. they're trying to make it as legit as possible. So, I don't know how much pass he's going to get this year. No, and uh, I I would be awesome if they got Mike Leach from Mississippi State because they're not happy with him there, and we're just going to bask in the Rolo area era yeah. area era. Yeah, football and what I'm loving, what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, for the Cougs. Unfortunately, like I said, I'm a new dad. I wanted. Oh my god, I actually was like, obviously I'm a Cougar fan. I don't watch root for the Huskies, but I wanted to watch that game something fierce, and I could not stay awake. I woke up for the first diaper change as the game ended. Yeah, but the poodles of Mutt Lake, sorry, the dogs of Mutt Lake. Are you excited to be watching them, Sammy? I was. I was. I was at. I was at a gathering, uh, mask on gathering, believe it or not, 10 mm-hmm. people in a garage, but okay. on the iPad. Like uh, what we're doing now, right? Yes. On the iPad, no. 
Um, Sorry. <laughs> on the iPad, I was watching the game, and it started off with that bad punt where I got the text, and I was like, I couldn't even. That was the ugliest thing I've oh, ever seen in my life. Can yeah. you please share? Sammy <laughs> popped off about the Cougs losing, and I said, maybe you should have waited for that to go through Sammy <laughs> yeah. before you said yeah. that. And yeah. that was the worst football play I've ever seen it in college football. It was really disgusting, and I thought, oh, boy, here's a good. But they held on, and they they ran the ball for 327 yards rushing. Like, yeah. Well, when you don't have a quarterback, you can do that. Sorry, that was rude, too. I apologize to you. It's okay. Play. Come Apple Cup, we'll have plenty to say, and uh, I'll be <laughs> you do you every know, year. for, yeah. like, with the eighth and ninth year in a row, I'll Pound my chest. And Shoot, that's next week. I mean, it's the start of the season in the Apple Cup. I cannot believe that Apple Cup is in the middle of the season. Or, you know, you know. I I do think the uh, I I mean, I understand that there's no rule book for this season, but man, oh man, the Pac-12 really missed out by being yeah. pretty much the last conference to well, Big decide. Ten. Big Ten. They started what maybe a week ahead of time. Two yeah. before. For two weeks? Two, two weeks, weeks, I believe. Yeah, both those conferences kind of uh, probably regretting. Oh, yeah. man, it had to, have to, have to be. Yeah, I don't know if we would have had a shot anyway for the top four, but they and didn't the, do themselves any favors. No, and the, the and when leadership with the Pac-12 was going back and forth saying it was the governor's decision, yeah. and then they're like, no, yeah. we never said it. It's your yeah. decision. Yeah. You right. guys just shot yourself in the foot, and the Pac-12 right. needs a new leader. Yeah. Right. Well, both of them, you know, both both the Big Ten and the Pac-12 blamed it on you know information, which could have been credible information that they yeah. got uh, on on it, and they made their decision based on the information they were given. And it sounded like the information they got was a little inaccurate. Yeah. Right, to I guess put it the most right. in the middle way you could put it. But they're playing now. They're playing oh, now. That's awesome. I guess here's the uh, here's the question though, you know, the the UW Cal game that was canceled or ga- any games that are canceled. Um, is that is that a canceled game or is that so, a W? Until so in, in your it is, opinion, it is, it it is canceled. Be. Yes, the Pac-12 will not play those games because they don't have room in their schedule. But, but like, would you count that as a W? Did you see what came out today though? Hmm. They if the two teams are canceled and it's probably only going to be the Mountain West, they mm-hmm. have allowed them to make a makeup game with another conference. But I think the only other conference is the Mountain West that right. I'll cross. Right, but that would be a game. relatively easy travel. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's the, probably the only logistical way they made yeah. this decision. Right. But, yes, it, it's just no more. Yeah, you just don't get those games. So so is it going to be win percentage? And so <laughs> it's it's NCAA football. They're going to yeah. always try to find the, the biggest moneymaker they possibly oh, can course, in the top course, four. Right. And you're going to have to be undefeated to right. – and if you're a small market, you're going to have to be undefeated yeah. to make it happen. And so uh, – I think I don't think the Pac-12 has a shot. In fact, I don't think they have a team no. to make it. I think the USC is the only one because yeah. of the USC bias. Yeah, and uh, I think Ohio State is going to be that fourth. You're going to you're going to have the SEC. You're going to have the ACC. SEC might end up with two schools. That always all right. Happens. So you got Clemson, Alabama, Clemson, Alabama, and uh, Notre Dame. Big, looks like they're on their way to be in there as well. Yeah, and the winner of the Big Twelve. Yeah, and Ohio State. And so, oh, if Ohio State gets in. I'm just going to right because if Notre Dame and, and Clemson play again in the ACC championship and Clemson wins, it almost like cancels out that loss. So, you know, yeah. yeah, I'd love to see that game again. But Ohio, Ohio that was a State, good game. That was an entertaining yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. If if Ohio, Ohio State can stay undefeated, they'll they'll get that fourth spot. Just their Ohio State. It's going to happen. I just, it's, yeah. I have a lot of opinions on that that should not be shared on here. I think they should be. I don't like them. I think you're allowed to have your opinions. Oh, yeah. I love my opinions. I don't like how <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, No, I, I'm, I'm, I am rooting for – and I think my 
my fandom is from the state schools and underdogs, and I'm, right. I'm hoping that Oklahoma State can make a run at this. I think that'd be sweet. A new would blood. Be. That'd be cool. Like you said, it's going to be Clemson. The, the only way Notre we're going to get those new bloods is if we get to eight teams, even six teams. Yeah, you're right. Right. We'll get those. Yeah. Which I'm down for that. I, but what, what, there's uh, some undefeated, like, mid-major. Well, BYU. Mid, uh, uh, Liberty. Yeah. Liberty. 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 Can yeah. you imagine the bandwagon fans for Liberty right now? Hey, I got hot off the press. Cincinnati, too. The team yeah. that just out of this world undefeated right now, Coastal Carolina. That's my team right That's there. <laughs> no chance. Hey, the only back. time I pay attention to Coastal Carolina is every three years when they're in the big dance. I was going to say when they're yeah. they're 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their so baseball program is what got me hooked on Coastal Carolina. That's right. Okay. Yeah. They're yeah. legit. And a fun when we, we have a fun thing we're going to do in the future called our Campfire Stories. And maybe we'll get Coach Phil and his magical flow to come tell the story about the time that him and Coach Pratt and I went to the college baseball classic at Safeco Field. In Coastal Carolina, played UW that night. A lot of, lot of soda pops, and there was some <laughs> inf- information or no people that let the UW fans know what they thought. In Coastal Carolina, just it, long story short, we became fans that night. Okay, <laughs> and when they started winning football games this year, I want to start like a West Coast chant, chats, chance, yeah, chance. That's their mascot, uh, fan club. Because go, go Coastal. That's my team, man. Let's so go. is Coastal Carolina? Is that North or South Carolina? I don't know. It's in, it's, it's near the coast, it's near Myrtle Beach. Thanks, Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Myrtle Beach is it's South a, Carolina. It's on. It's okay. along the Atlantic Ocean. Man, you guys are just just <laughs> pumping out the knowledge. But yeah. I think it's right next to Myrtle Beach. It's either North or South. The huh? town that I'm thinking of, I can't think of it, but I know that if I was to gone to school there and not played athletics, I would have been home after fall quarter because because it's near Myrtle Beach, and I'm pretty sure. That Sonny Ledford guy sings about Myrtle Beach. It sounds fun. <laughs> it sounds like a real good time. So, uh, but yeah, go Coastal Carolina. All well, right. if we're going to talk, you talk about, uh, you know, sports and Coastal Carolina and their baseball team. So are we going to talk about the Dodgers winning, That's winning right. at all? So who did you guys, who did you guys have picked? So who did I have picked to like to win the, out of the two teams yeah. or just the open field? I'll tell you this. I don't know if I had a team pick. I started like, I'd like to see the Dodgers win. That's how I felt. But as I kept watching the Rays, I couldn't help but root for them. Yeah. Right. I had a hard time. And so I was rooting for a game seven. That's all I wanted. I yeah. was so pissed. All I that. wanted. And yeah. I don't know if that's COVID talking or what, but I just well, wanted a game seven. And that would have been interesting game seven because we would have waited how many days because of the positive test of Justin mm. Turner. <sighs> that would have been a. Nerve, I don't think that's available. a COVID thing because who doesn't want a game seven except the no, manager I mean, of every if, team so the doesn't seven, want a game seven. I mean, seven. I like I me want root, a game seven, me rooting 100%. for the Lakers. I did not want that to go to a game seven. Okay, okay. I so I think that. it was more talking towards the fact that I didn't really care. Yeah, I came in thinking I wanted the Dodgers to win, but I really I wanted one more night of watching baseball. Yeah, but no, when Turner tested positive, they would have had to waited 10, 14 days or whatever you, for everybody to quarantine before they played that last game. Do you think they would have waited that long, to, or do you think they would have just tested? Well, they probably could have tested till they got everybody positive, I would assume. I mean, I'm no right. doctor, obviously. I did go to school for almost a year to be a doctor, but <laughs> I didn't get that next to my name. But uh, No, I was I was rooting for the uh, Braves. I was really wishing they would, because those guys carried me to a fantasy baseball championship this year. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> just saying. I don't care if there's an asterisk. I won, uh, but I was a big Braves I, I wanted the – when I watched the Braves play, I was, you know, it, to me it kind of brought back the 90s. Right. 
Which um, I didn't like them in the nineties though. I loved them in the nineties. No, I just they beat the I didn't I didn't really have a dog in the fight. I, I wanted Tampa Bay just because <laughs> they were uh Yeah. You know, the small market team. Um Absolutely. I got nothing against the Dodgers. I just um you know, but smell. given this year, you could have convinced me Let's that the go. bad news bears was gonna win. They were right. gonna win. So <laughs> well um I have I to know. say, because of our friend Abe Silvestri and Dave Haverlow, mm-hmm. who probably didn't want the Dodgers to win due to right. the Giants right. being their boss at one point. Uh but yeah, I, I am with you. I didn't really I just wanted to watch baseball. Yeah. Paige, on the other hand, my wife was real excited they won in game six. Because one less day of watching baseball. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I get my patient woman. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and you're happy you, the Lakers won. So happy. Yeah. So happy. Huge LeBron fan. And uh, NBA drafts going on right now. Next season's going to start in the month and a half. Oh my goodness! Like Christmas Eve, right? Yeah, it's like twenty second or something like that, yeah. which is a whole other topic on itself. But it's it's coming back up again. Wow! Can't uh, believe it. I forgot where I was going with that. Sorry, terrible, I cut you off. Terrible podcasting when you forget what you're about to go. It's to. all good. Yeah. Um. Oh, would you have taken out Blake Snell? Absolutely not. Why? You're well, not going to save them for the set for the. I next tell you, game. I'm telling you right now. Analytics is ruining sports, and isn't that why Theo Epstein Epstein just quit for? Uh, I I don't know. So I get why they did it because it's what they've done. That's what got him to the World Series, mm-hmm. and that's why you just said analytics will be ruining baseball. Do I think there's a spot for analytics? Yes, absolutely. Do I think there's even more of a spot for letting a manager? coach with his gut and his feel at 110 percent yeah because when you see that I, I bet the dodgers dugout was took all they could not to applaud him coming out like yeah take him out well, <laughs> you, heard, they you were, heard mookie after the game yeah. when they were like what do you think he was like thank god like <laughs> we yeah, 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 yeah. and you know there's a and it's well the third time the spin rates and all that sometimes a dude just has it so, right madison bumgarner that dude, I don't know if he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but he gave himself a shot in two different World Series because yeah. of the performances he put yeah. on, because he was able to step up in that moment. When you're, yeah, when yeah. you're in a groove, yes, you can't. There's no metric. No, all, gonna, all it took for can, me was to look into his eyes after he, he walked off yeah. the mound. Every and I was like, "It's a bad dude coming off the mound right yeah, now." And do not talk to him. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Is there is there a metric that can? Um, determine an intimidation a pitcher has. No. no. There's no metric there. You, and it's all or, or the lack of confidence a batter might have. There's no metric. Right, or for the that. feel that they have right now for the yeah. lineup that they're going yeah. through. Like yeah. it's just I I'm watching it in the NFL right now. Like the NFL game is changing. Like what coaches are going you've seen all these leads where the analytics are saying it's a ninety nine percent chance to win this yeah. game and oh, they end up losing. It. And it's because people, you know, going for two when a field goal would put them down by a field goal, and then they don't get it. Now it's a two-score game, and yeah. it's like, but the analytics tell you to go. And I'm like, analytics are stupid. Yeah. If that's a, like, it just, it's bothering me. I think it is a good tool, and I yeah. think it, you can gain some information and some insight into how your team's playing. Yeah. But to let it rule the decisions you make on the on the on the field or the court, I think is. Well, and that, this sketchy. is so just my own personal thing, but I wonder if it was the baseball god speaking out saying stop. Is there a way of saying this? You're ruining right. the game. Because you think about some of the base hits and the offensive. People don't go to games. I go to games to watch pitching duels. I'll go to games to watch good offensive teams. But, like, the common fan isn't there to watch everybody just hit ground balls directly to a guy right. that's in a shift. And 
I do I agree with the shift? Yeah, I think there's a place and time for it. I don't know if you can tell a guy you can't play your defense here and there, but I'm, I guess it's a good thing I'm not making in the position to make because I it's just a hard thing to say. But I, and there's a there is a what's the right word? There is an emotion. And there is a personality to the game of baseball, and the amount of people that don't understand that, I, it, there is, yeah. Right? And just even like a guy might be struggling one day, and say all it takes is a, you know, you to, bunt a ball or bunt a guy to second, they throw the ball over second base or throw over first baseman's head, we score a couple runs, and then the guy comes out and goes one two three, yeah, you know, he might might be okay to stick with that guy a little bit because the momentum's on our side, and he's feeling pretty damn good about himself, right? Right. right. Confidence plays a big role, if and I you're think feeling that was yourself. That was the World Series is that he went through that lineup three times and was twisting all of them up. Yeah. And then you put in somebody else, we're like, oh, I got a shot. All right, yeah. here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like you got a whole ball yeah. club now that's thinking differently yeah. and thinking more positive. And, yeah, man, mm-hmm. we'll see. I know. That makes me think we miss baseball. <laughs> I wish we could do some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope it's. Uh, Another question. <clears throat> do you think if when uh, spring training comes back, you think they're going to allow fans to come? What's no. gonna, are they going to do spring training? What's your thoughts? Do you think they'll – I'm thinking – I wonder how much they liked. I'd be curious to hear, like, a a person in the big league office or, the like, a big league staff, what they – if they like their uh, summer camp at their own place rather than going to Arizona. I'd say Chicago and everybody up north is like, hell no, let's go to – let's go to Arizona. Yeah. Right. Or Florida. But uh, it's, I, I just – I don't know. And that's – and our guest that gave us some audio earlier – we don't. Yeah, we have to. It's it'd be fun to speculate in the fact. I don't. I think they're going to be down there, but no fans. But who knows? Or the, or or it'll just be a different interaction. Like you won't have. Yeah. You can have fans. You'll be there. You'll be stuck in. The, but you're not going to be interacting with the players like you're used to doing. Right. Which could yeah. be a lame experience. Yeah, which is why you go to spring training. Yeah, you. you I mean, spirit. that's why you go, right? You've yeah. gone to spring training. Have you been there before? Mm-mm. So you have a couple yeah. of times, right, country? And so, I mean, that's why you go. You get that's a different experience, and you can get it. It's uh, like imagine said Safeco the 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 yeah. cell I guess I should say T-Mobile Park and right um you know the experience in Peoria is yeah. different than you'll ever get in Seattle 100% cuz imagine you're at your local little league baseball field and you're standing behind the backstop and Edgar Martinez is on the other side Kyle Seeger yeah everybody and it's um, and that's what it is people like if you haven't been to spring training it is the coolest thing ever Jamie Moyer could be sitting there and like and you can may may hear you Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. When uh, when the, on, the only way you can do that at T-Mobile is getting Diamond Club, and that's four hundred dollars a pop. Yeah, and I ain't affording yeah. that. that and then, <laughs> that's like, Sammy Henderson when, uh, kind of money. Right. And I just don't have it. Oh, we were we played story time when I was at Big Ben. We would go down and play for a week, and we got to uh, Haverlow. Dave Haverlow was our pitching coach, Central alumni. We need to have him on, but he he set up so we could play the Mariners rookie team, and uh, we played him one day. And I'm playing first base, and Greg Foodass. Kleon, oh, yeah. Who was yeah, pitching Kleon on the mound. Kid, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was pitching that day. Well, anyways, I hear Tuna from the dugout go, hey, Norm, come over here. Well, Norm Charlton, Charlton. Was, was with the minor league uh, coaching this team that we played or was helping out. And I'm like, everybody in the dugout that inning got an autograph. And I'm like, food ass. Sure. Get it going. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get the autograph. Yeah. <laughs> and that inning went long, and I missed And he like he left our dugout before we got there, and I was so pissed. <laughs> I just wanted the autograph. <laughs> Ben's a baseball center. Anyways, we're getting off track. But anyway, yeah, no, I, I really hope that there's some sort of spring training because if, uh, you know, come March, we're going to be deprived of baseball and want to watch something of it. And right. Hopefully there's high school seasons and hopefully the college guys can play their season too. Yeah. But 
Speaking of college guys, that was our other topic in this intro was Central Athletics. Obviously, football's not happening. Mm-mm. Really bummed when we heard earlier this week, or last week, I can't remember, um, but uh, when the basketball season was canceled. Yeah, well, for Central, yeah, it's canceled. Uh, there's four teams up for right. the GNAC title this year, and uh, it's crazy, crazy to think that, you know, if, what, we got a pretty big conference. I mean, yeah. you know, we got some teams up there, and uh, so we've got Fairbanks, St. Martin's, SPU, and, and Northwest, yeah, that are you know gonna do that battle for the 2020 2021 asterisk GNAC title. Yeah, you, who's your favorite? Fairbanks, Fairbanks by far. Yeah. Coach Spar doing big things up there. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that you know Coach Spar is at a different level, in my opinion. He's a great guy, mm-hmm. but he is just a sim. He and his He's squad, oh, well, yeah, he is. They have just assembled a team. He's got that there local guy coming to play there with the. Similar name, I think. I don't know. Coming to play for Oh, that the spar, 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 sparling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that I've Coleman kid. Mm-hmm. I've heard yeah. of him. He's not bad. Yeah, yeah. He's, I heard he's pretty good. Yeah, he's uh, he's a he's a ball player, and yeah. and they all get their year back. So, um, you know, he put they could not only be loaded this year for the four team race, but they could be set up again to, to I'm double really, up. Yeah, I mean, I'm a wildcat, but I was mm-hmm. really excited to see what Fairbanks was going to put together this year. Right. Absolutely. Well, I, th- um, I think anybody who's a Wildcat has their eyes in Fairbanks with Spar. Always. Spar, Spar was such a big part of Central Washington. Yeah. Is that, you know, if you, unless you're a Wildcat that's just been around for the last three years, uh, right. you know, you don't have any idea, but, you know, we'll call them old school now, yeah. almost. Uh, you've got your eyes up there because anybody that's been a, involved with athletics that, at Central when Spar was there, knows who Spar is and had a yep. good interaction with him. Yeah. I expect uh Fairbanks to uh the Nanooks, if you will, mm-hmm. to do uh quite well. Um unfortunately we just gotta wait to see what they're gonna do on a national level for another year once right. travel opens up. But uh yeah, pretty frustrated um pretty frustrated that uh yeah. you know, the uh, central I understand why yeah. Central decided to not play um, can be expensive. No fans, no matter what, at any game. And uh, well, so I, I just was, I should have been writing my check for season tickets here. Uh, and I was, that just dawned on me actually a couple of days ago. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, that was kind of a thing you do in Ellenberg in the wintertime. Yeah. Going to Central basketball games. You go to Central basketball games. Uh, were you uh, scheduled to get the same tickets? Yeah, well, according to me, I didn't talk to the boss, but, yeah, we were going to get the same ones. I love my spot. Yeah. I'm top row, half court. Yeah. It's got your print in there. Good. Cr- oh, yeah. 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 And there's no no one next to us, so keep those seats open for season ticket holder. Yeah. Because then if my daughter goes, we have some space to roam. But right. It's a good spot. Got a good view. Uh, the alumni tent's too far away. That's my only ex- only. Uh, <laughs> that's my only complaint <laughs> about that. If I could have my personal just elevator get over, a zip line. Yeah. <laughs> Right up there and uh, just back give my you seat. An extra couple of steps right, on your which uh, I need that. pedometer there. Absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, you know the I I see things. I see you know potential. I understand why we're not playing sports, but um, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's it's mid November right now. Who knows what's going to happen in in February and March? And right. uh, you know, so March you're talking about baseball and mm. uh, you know. I know of a new team right? called the Cowboys. That's right. 
Why don't you tell me a little uh, bit about this? I hear the coaches are just top notch. Yeah, you know they're best good guys. Best. They're good guys. Uh, we are actually, and I think Coach Gibby's going to join us next week about this. Yeah, but yeah. Like, uh, luckily, uh, we were fortunate enough. Luke Olson, the guy who sh- uh, showed us up tonight, uh, wrote a great article about the Cowboys baseball. It's something that Todd and I have been talking about for a very long time. Youth baseball. We want to have another avenue for people and kids to play an affordable one an opportunity for them to get better, teach them the fundamentals, uh, and we're going to teach them how to win. Like I talked about the personality of baseball games. That's our goal. We're going to teach people how to win the game of baseball, whether some nights you have to slug with a guy or you have to butt butt and run and make things happen. And uh, Yeah, we – oh, my gosh. You guys – I told myself because we had Shockers baseball for a while, I was excited about a new – if we have to do this again, I'm going to make sure we do it right. And between Todd Gibson, his brother Travis, and I – the text messages were flying. Oh, it was awesome. And and we decided that Cowboys is part of our valley. Yep. Right? And 100%. we had we had names that I don't know if I should release, but we had like Hay Balers and Hay Bucks. And I love it. And we had some great logos, but we came down to Cowboys. You know, there's there's ranchers and and cattlemen all over this valley. We have yep. the Ellensburg Rodeo. We have a group of brothers and a cousin that's always in the that's always in the NFR. Yep. And a couple of and Jake Pratt, you know. And it was just kind of true to our roots. Uh, the colors are burnt orange. Mm. Kind of a, you know, we just, uh, we, we, I've always loved that. And I'm really excited. I think we got some big things happening. And we got some good uh, good stuff going with Shirtworks right now. We might even have some logos and, and apparel. I was going to ask her, well, we, when I think Cowboys right away, the first thing I go to is a big star. Yeah. Right. Um, what, what, are, what are we thinking for a logo? Like, are we going to have? We made our own logo out of someone else's logo. <laughs> so perfect i was i was talking about oklahoma state we we used the oklahoma state cowboy changed some things on it yeah and uh yeah we're real excited about that that's really and cool. we got some old western font the uniforms are going to be sick how long i can promise you that we are going to be blue collar hardworking, but we're going to look damn good while we do it so you you're always to- thinking about ways to get better and you're always thinking about ways to you know grow talent and stuff. So how long was this upstairs in the dome piece before um, it gained some traction and started becoming a reality? Oh, years. We had mentioned it. You know, it wasn't really serious talk for a couple of years. And then beginning of this summer, we talked quite a bit about trying to throw something together. And Todd has done a really great job with his June ball for his kids in Ellensburg. And we've had Shockers baseball for the last couple of years for kids has high school baseball. And we would have Cleom come play with us. And we're excited to have Cleom join us in this this deal because we can ha- kind of have the Mecca a great opportunity to play baseball here. Right. And I think this uh, <clears throat> this summer and fall, we got real serious about it and a great opportunity. And honestly, guys, like, I'm really excited about the youth movement of players and teams we got. But the, the opportunity that we can potentially throw together, and I'll let Todd talk about this more when we, next week, but if we can have a, a team for the returning local guys, you know, Guys that have gone and played in college, but they haven't got on with the you know the, the Pippins or the big college leagues, but they need a place to play. They need to work in the summertime, but yet we can incorporate some seniors going to play in college. The people of Ellensburg will want to come watch this right. because you are going to see. I know that we'll be able to get teams in here from the west side, the, the, the big select teams, and I know that this Shockers team is going to beat them, and they're going to give them all their money's worth when they come play because it's going to be just dudes – I am. It's it's 
I'm hopefully, you know, maybe something can happen. The city can get lights out there, and we could have our version of a college version team, right. a minor league team in Ellensburg, so that you can go out there on a beautiful summer night and watch a nine-inning baseball game right? with top-notch talent that have left our valley. Yeah. So how how cool you, is that going to be? And and maybe this is going to be different uh, given the current COVID climate that we're in, but what do you do? do are you going to have to bite the bullet and do the traveling yourself, or how do you attract out-of-area teams to come here? Oh. It's going to be – I mean, Todd had a schedule all last year that was tournaments here on the weekends, and it's a perfect spot in the state of Washington and people want to come to Ellensburg. Right. And we are going to, you know, <clears throat> it's going to be an awesome opportunity because people will come here. We And, and okay, we have the Great Valley of Ellensburg, Kiddos Valley for baseball, people come here. Uh, 30 minutes from to the south, we can go down to Yakima and play amazing teams there. Or we can head up north to Wenatchee and play great teams there. You know, we can even go to the Tri-Cities, but it's going to be an affordable and with great talent to play against and be very easy travel. Good. And that's going to be a lot of fun. We are pretty centrally located, which proves, oh, yeah. obviously, God loves Cowboys baseball. It's going to be so much fun. Good. Like, the hats are going to be filthy. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm a hat guy, so I'm totally excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we will get with our sponsor here for a second. We'll be back. We... We're not able to get him here in studio. He's a busy man. He is. A very busy man. We were yeah. able to get him in the studio, but Cole Canyon, AD, Ellensburg High School, we sent him some great questions. He gave us some great responses. Yep. We've got some audio. We're going to break that down right after this word from Fitter's Furniture. All right, John, real quick. We need to talk about our great friends and our great sponsor, Fitter's Furniture. Have you been there recently? I, I have. I just got done with a the trip there. How was your experience? I just got done with the trip there myself. So, you know, last year was the bed year. Yep. Three beds. This year, uh, new living room furniture. And uh, so Brad and, and company, Brad and team, took uh, great care of us. And I'll tell you what. I mean, we love our couches, love our chairs, love uh, the end tables and stuff. But the science and the technology behind couches, yeah. I mean, no joke. I had I had no idea. I was actually floored with the thought process that goes into uh, the furniture. So we just, we just were awesome. very much amazed with the, the quality, and it's just a great purchase. Now, I mean, moving on to the next room. That's right. Yeah. Well, we, we uh, my, my wife hates it because I'm a typical farmer. I get it from my dad and the shopping. I got to go, like, multiple places, but this time we did not. I bought furniture. I bought – we sold our house. We needed smaller furniture. We got the American dresser nightstands and even a mattress for my daughter and we were only there for about 30 minutes because it was just such a good it was great quality a great deal and i told Paige, i said i don't know if i've ever bought furniture this quick in my life and it was really easy so i um we took a little bit longer only because i'm so indecisive on what we needed like what we found like once brad and and team kind of helped us out with the the technology of it all and and like what you know, how we wanted it to fit around this athletic rump of mine, shall you say. Um, so we took some time, and he was really patient and stuff like that, and, and we went with some flex steel. Perfect. And our tables are she-sham, which is a great word to say. I don't know what it is. It yeah. just looks pretty. It's beautiful. Well, go check them out. Go in there. Great customer service. Great people. Corner of 4th and Main. Quality furniture since 1896, and right now Fjord recliners are 20% off. Oh, you know, man, you know,
All right, we're back with our guest this week on the KS Valley Sports Talk podcast. Uh, unfortunately, he is not here in studio, but guys, we got all the audio needed for all your questions. As most of you are wondering, a lot of high school uh, fans, parents, wondering what's going on. The WIAA has come out. They've done multiple things uh, as changing when the seasons have gone on and when the seasons are going to happen. This morning, uh, because it's a podcast, we should probably let you know it's November 18th. Uh, this morning, they announced that they're going to shrink down everybody's season, push it back, and we asked. It was already them, shrunk. It was already shrunk down to yeah. two months per season, going into the end of June, and now it's going to start later. I believe in February. Yep, it's shrunk down even more. I know that there's some regional. Um, I don't want to speak too much on it because I'm not 100 percent familiar, but there's going to be regional league playing games. Yep, and so as of now, there's still hope that there's going to be sports played. Uh, we don't want to be Debbie Downers knowing there's not or there is or saying you know, people's hopes or not, but uh, things are happening. Before we get into the questions, the great questions that you guys have asked our friend Cole. Second, this is our first repeat uh, guest on the podcast. I so believe so. Congratulations, Congrats, Cole. Congrats, uh, You get a free something. I don't know Slurpee. what. Free Slurpee. Yeah, we'll get you a Slurpee on Sunday. On me. You yeah. have a free Slurpee at 7-Eleven on 7-Eleven Day. Go get it there. Yeah. So, but Sammy will, will pour it for you. Sammy will pour it for you. But yeah, let's just hop in though. We got some recording. Uh, we got a good tech guy here. Hey, we might be looking for an intern. So if anybody's interested in learning internship or probably teaching us more than what. Yeah. Um, you know, the first question, uh, what has it been like dealing with constant change? And how has there been, how have no clear vision on sports and when they can, be, can, can begin? Hello, gentlemen. Uh, thank you for allowing me the opportunity to talk about some of these things today. I hope you guys are all doing well. I'm glad you guys are back in the saddle and firing things back up for the Kittitas Valley Sports Podcast. Going through some of the questions, um, <clears throat> it's not been an easy process at all. Uh, I don't necessarily have a great answer for a lot of these, but uh, I'll give it my best shot. Uh, fortunately, Luke, through uh, a lot of the uh, uh, training that I've had through Peak performance through Brian Kane, uh, through a lot of uh, professional development opportunities. I've done my best to learn to live uh, day to day and not live in the past, not live in the future, and try to be where my feet are. Um, so personally, I would say that um, it's been pretty easy. Try not to look too far forward because when as soon as you make a plan, you're making a change to that plan uh, when it comes to sports. So I'm trying to wait for as much concrete information as we possibly can get before we start uh, you know, making uh, schedules, whether that's league competition or non-league, whether that's practice schedules. Um, and as you've seen from June to now, we've had a number of changes and uh, I feel like we've been able to adjust to a lot of those changes just based on um, taking it one day at a time like that. So we're always asking the question <clears throat> and our, our colleagues at the WIA office are, are working really closely with us on our calls that we've titled Wasa Wednesdays, um, and they have just been instrumental in providing the best, most up-to-date information that they have in regards to return to play. So, uh, yes, it's been challenging, but uh, it's also been um, kind of business as usual, taking it one day at a time. Guys, that, that little clip there, the answer, I love it. Um, I know that we're a big component of our baseball program at Kittitas is the uh, – mental game, the mental aspects of things. Right. Like he talked about there with uh, Brian Kane. And uh, 
I, I think that's been a big track, and I hope the kids are taking that, taking things day by day, and not getting too excited, or not, too, that's the wrong thing to say, but, you know, trusting process and day-to-day activities. No, I agree, and, and so, I mean, you talk about your kids, your players, hopefully having that same mental toughness, but clearly Cole, who, uh, um, you know, past his playing days is now more in a, not even coaching, he's in a more admin role, he still keeps that kind of mental toughness whether he's playing or not so he did mention like the communication with the WIAA and that kind of segues right into my question of you know the rules have they changed from last spring to today in terms of how the WIAA sees this year playing out the rules haven't changed but the format has changed a number of times as you've probably seen you know we were planning on starting uh this fall with season one right and then they changed it to reflect that season one was optional. And then nobody took advantage of the optional season one because nobody was in school to take advantage of that. So the rules are changing from the governor's office and the Department of Health more so than they're changing from the WIA office. And the, the rules that are changing from the Department of Health and the governor's office are the ones that the WIA is adhering to and then they're passing down to us. In general, there's been a lot of specific things that have changed in terms of what we're allowed to do and what we're not, uh, as obviously evidenced by most recently the governor's proclamation uh, on Sunday. Um, that kind of changed the way that we were uh, in operation. It canceled all of our indoor practices. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's definitely uh, kind of been rolling with the punches a little bit. But, no, the rules haven't changed. There's been a little bit of adjustment when it comes to some of our eligibility procedures should we get there. But mostly what we've seen is just a constant pushback. We'll make the decision when. We'll make the decision when. We'll let you know by this date. And those decisions and dates keep getting pushed back further and further uh, because I think everybody across the state wants to keep hope alive to have every sports season possible. Um, the, the second we start making decisions now, you know that, that could come back to bite us in the rear end if... Uh, the information changes when when push comes to shove. That's a good good point there because uh, what we can't make any speculation on what we're going to be doing here in a month from now. So don't don't plan anything because yeah, it's probably going to change again. It's probably going to change, which is relaxing, knowing that okay, we'll just wait. But it's also just drives me nuts. Right, more to life than sports, but you know it's a big part of our lives. Right, I think it's a big part of some kids' uh, high school opportunities and. And uh, I, I'm, yeah, that's the biggest thing I've, uh, and I hate giving this answer to people. I don't know. Yeah. It's going to change next week anyway. So when yeah. are we going to get to that point? I don't know. When are we going to get to the point where we're going to have a good answer? Of, uh, I think we're all waiting for that, for that. We keep, I, th- I think we always think of it as like, we'll just wait till it changes. Like, it's yeah. going to be worse. It's, I just want the feeling of like, when we're getting close to that, I can't wait for it to change. You know, right. like it's yeah. about to change. It's about yeah. to be different. Yeah. We've just haven't had that in a while. Right. So does uh, Cole, do, do you worry that a condensed schedule leaves no room for the postponed games we always see due to weather? I mean, every spring there's, it's, you know, we're going to have late snow. We're going to have rain outs. I mean, springtime, spring and winter times. <laughs> I mean, they're just horrible sports. Uh, it's you know detrimental to the sports schedule, so condensed schedule will make it even worse. I would assume. That's kind of the last. I don't want to say the last concern, but uh, I'm not too worried about 
postponements or cancellations. Uh, that's absolutely a reality. States that we've talked to across the nation are dealing with that, and when they cancel, they just cancel. And it's, it's uh, counted as a no contest, and it doesn't affect your record. And a lot of states have kind of adopted uh, an RPI to determine standings rather than a win-loss record. So it's been um, done successfully in other places, and also while they're trying to mitigate the transmission and infection at their schools. But I think uh, more, more than anything, we want to have opportunities for our kids to compete. So if we have to cancel a game and we have to you know, eat that, I'm not too worried about it because we're doing our best to provide opportunities for kids to participate. And that's the bottom line. And what I don't want to see, however, is uh, I would hate to see us in any way, shape, or form try to manipulate the schedule to serve certain sports. Uh, I would rather do our best to, to keep sports seasons intact as best we can because I do not want our spring sport season, uh, or excuse me, our spring sport kids to miss out on two seasons in a row. I think, uh, I would, I mean, we have our highest turnout anyway. We had 140 track and field athletes signed up last year who didn't get a compete. And so, um, you know, I just, I would love to see all of our seasons completed, but I just don't want to see our spring sports miss out on two years in a row. Hey, I love hearing that. Uh, and the fact that I'm a spring coach lost their season last year and our kids lost their season. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, what do you guys think? I mean, it clearly wants there to be not only a, a games and a team, but he clearly wants an experience for, you know, I want to say his kids in the district. I don't know, if, you know, Coach Nash here, AD at Kittitas, wants the same thing. And, and uh, so – Maybe we'll just adapt. We'll just figure it out. Right. It's crazy to me how the thought process goes. You know, you have games that are postponed, and you're like, we got to get that in because, you know, we got to have the right record to to yep. to win, you know, our division, our conference. Yep. And now it's like we don't even care. Just like we play. just want to play. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's kind of where everyone's at. It's like, man, if we could just get our kids out there and enjoy themselves, yep. that's, that's, that's – if it's four games, it's four games. That's four games they didn't have. Absolutely. So I think it's uh, – I think it's uh, – he said it the right way. It's the least of their concerns is rescheduling games. As long as they can get some games on a schedule and complete some of them, that's the way to do it. And it kind of leads into our next – we went from outdoor uh, sports and now indoor practice isn't allowed now, and it seems like it could be uh, for the foreseeable future. How does that affect those season two sports like basketball and wrestling? Uh, it affects them in a huge way. Um... We, we haven't had any wrestling practices yet because of obviously the high uh, contact and, and, you know, when you're trying to, even with masks, you're, you still have kids who are face-to-face -face for an extended period of time and, and that's just obviously not conducive to the distancing and, and other uh, safety measures that have, have gone into place. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> our hope is that December 14th uh, we can back off a little bit, but uh, the real... Uh, the real message that needs to be, I guess, communicated from our standpoint is the more that we can distance and mask and uh, have the drive these numbers down, the more chance we have to compete down the road. So uh, if we can drive the numbers down, regardless of whether you believe in it or not, we'll have an opportunity to probably fire those things back up. If we don't drive the numbers down, then you're right. For the foreseeable future, we will not be having indoor sports or indoor sport practices. So... Um, 
you know, we've got some plans for wrestling. Should we actually be able to execute a wrestling season? Uh, they might be costly. I don't know how much COVID testing costs, but uh, we could kind of mirror what some of the higher institutions are doing in terms of athlete and coach testing and then uh, creating some contests that way. And the same goes for uh, a lot of our sports across the board. We've got a few plans, uh, ideas, but um, obviously we won't be able to execute those until we're given the green light to compete. So right there, in order, I mean, I don't, budgets are so thin. And he said, you know, I don't know how much COVID testing costs. I mean, at that point now, as an AD and coaches in a school board, you're going to be forced to, okay, how do we field these teams and is it going to be cost effective? And uh, coming from a former wrestler, man, you, you just don't want, I mean, all sports, you just don't want anybody to be canceled, but um, that's got to be the most high contact. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm interested sport. to see if that's something that the school or the school district would want to pay for, or is it something open up to families if you want your kid to compete this is how much you're going to have to put forward yeah. to make sure that it's done in a certain way. And that decision is going to have to be made immediately. Mm -hmm. right. I mean, there's going to be the new rule, and you're going to have a month to play a sport that you prepare usually six months for or whatever it is. Probably not six months, but, you know, longer than a month. And so that's going to put some uh, – it, it's going to be some tough situations, I think. Oh, yeah. And that's that's really brought to my – well. I've known because I was the coach, and you have to do budgets and everything. But people's attention that this is a sports aren't free, no. And so there's that whole another element of that. And as much as I hate to say it, well, I shouldn't say I hate to say it, but you know, my worries of the baseball season is that it's not a high revenue sport, right? So to me, that's telling me that there's, you know, he I think he says it, or if he hasn't said it already about the uh, making sure spring season happens because two seasons in a row of losing it, but yet. The athletic departments make money off ticket sales, and the teams that's that bring in ticket sales play in the fall and the winter. Football and basketball. Yeah. That's going to be a really hard dynamic to – is that even going to be in the – I guess my question, is that going to be in the decision-making, or is it going to be strictly based off of low-contact, easy-to-do sports? I, I It seems like the, the contact, the the indoor-outdoor practice or, or the actual physical contact, I think that will – drive the decision making but i mean nobody's any stranger to a budget i mean at the end of the day money is what makes this happen so makes the world go around uh you know so we're talking about indoor outdoor practices let's go back to like some outdoor stuff so do we just uh scrap the fall and winter sports seasons and just focus on a full spring season starting in february or march yes i would love to have a full spring season i think uh um, again, we have regularly, we have, you know, 375 to 425 kids, 425 is probably on the high, high end, but we're right around 400 kids every year, um, in spring sports. We have six sports that we offer and just a crazy number of students who turn out for our spring sport offerings. So absolutely. I want to see our kids be able to compete this spring. They're the only groups who lost out on a season last year. So I'd really, really like to make sure that they have the opportunity to compete this spring. Uh, even if it is at the expense of fall and winter, as a very, very last case scenario. We've got a few ideas floating around in terms of how to attack the other sport seasons and in what order and for how long. Um, 
you know, if in reality our, our, our priorities have shifted from uh, competing for a culminating event like a state championship to competing, period. Uh, I think that, you know, even if we were competing, as you've seen, the WIA has reduced the sports seasons down to seven-week seasons now. If we even reduced those down a little bit further, I think it would still be great to, to provide kids an opportunity to compete in half of what their normal season might look like or a quarter of what their normal season might look like just so that they can get out and do some things that uh, obviously we haven't been able to do for the past nine months. So um, I, I would love to have all three sports seasons, but I really, really just don't want our spring sport kids to miss out on two years in a row. I guess I spoke up too early on the answers of my last <laughs> comment. <laughs> but he ends with he really doesn't want them to miss or go without. And, right. um, you know, I've, I've said it many times already today either on or off the air and i've said it many times in my life there's more to life than sports but it, it's a major factor in a kid's life either the ones that play or the ones that never play but are in the pep band or the ones that never play but they're part of the booster club or right. something you know it's a huge impact well and someone brought up the uh, i don't know who i was talking to the other day but they brought up the uh, this the, the common high school not that's the wrong thing to say about him. But uh, just a regular high school kid who doesn't do band, who doesn't play sports, but Friday night, dang it, they're going to be in the stands with their buddies whether they're watching the game or not. Right. That scares me, man. And I, I, I hope that we get to do another episode with someone else in a different type that you're not going to talk about. But I, I, something, I'm worried about this. Something's got to happen for the mental health of the kids. But uh, and, and, like, he's, you know, the competition things of that, and I hope we jump back into that subject here a little bit. But, the, uh, you know, maybe it is – I don't know. Maybe we can play two sports that are just get your games in, and maybe the third sport they can put together a state championship and make the the spring sports a little bit longer. I don't know. Yeah. What, but what's it, the right answer to all this? And does anybody? There isn't that? going to be a right answer no. because somebody is going to say, "Well, shoot, of course, country, you're going to say that because you're a baseball coach." Right. However, the calendar is what dictates that as well. Of right. I mean, we should be pretty much into getting ready for. I, actually, we'd be in playoff football now, yeah. basketball practice now. Right, semifinals would be next weekend. Yeah, right. and of course you know that because you never miss those. And so <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that uh, I think the calendar is really what's going to dictate. So it wouldn't surprise me to right. see like an incredibly abbreviated or or schools just saying, you know what, we're not even going to play this season. Mm-hmm. We're just going to focus on making sure, like uh, you know, Canyon was saying, four hundred kids roughly. And the Owensboro School District plays spring sports. That's got to be out of the three seasons, the highest uh, oh, for sure. level of participation. For sure, so right. maybe you do focus on, you know, like it or not, even if you have an incredible basketball team or you have an incredible volleyball or football team, whatever it is, um, the, the calendar is going to be what dictates it unless we're going to be playing baseball into July and August. Right. So. And baseball is already going into June. Right. And that – that's just, best case scenario, right? Right, and I guess it's, uh, the, with today's deal, it was the fifteenth of June is when spring sports will end, right? And uh, you just got to bank that there's not going to be any sort of a championship played this year, and that kind of sucks. But uh, the whole thing sucks, and it, and I guess we're just going to have to adapt and overcome. Overcoming things, you know, that actually brought up another thing that I think Cole talked about or will talk about is more to life than sports, more to life than championships, more to life than, you know, bus trips and road trips and stuff. But 
whether or not people want to admit to it, it's a huge factor in somebody's life in terms of, um, you know, being a part of something, uh, being a part of a team, the camaraderie of it, or just the getting exercise, you know, instead of sitting on the couch or sitting on your phone, Snapchatting or whatever kids do, they're getting the, you know, they're getting out and exercising. So, you know, kind of worry about the mental health or the well-being of kids. So I kind of want to know about that. My opinion on that, I could not agree with you more. Uh, we have heard of and seen firsthand some statistics on uh, a number of things, whether that's grades, whether that's physical activity and injury, and uh, mental and emotional and social health. You bet we have seen it. And the state of Wisconsin has been kind of the uh, hub for those studies to go out. And Wisconsin has put out a couple studies. And one, the most recent one was mental health in a uh, – student-athletes who've missed out on seasons, and numbers as high as 80% of students are reporting some depression or anxiety thoughts uh, because they haven't been able and allowed to compete due to COVID. And, and, and without a doubt, it's, uh, you know, it's something that's out of our control. We, we can do only our best with this, but a lot of times the coping strategies of our uh, adolescents are not necessarily what they are when you are an adult and you've gone through some of these adverse situations. I truly believe that down the road, um, our kids are, are going to learn a valuable lesson. It's just hard to see beyond today right now with uh, how to deal with this for the rest of our lives. Um, and, you know, we've seen it in school. Kids are just, it's a breath of fresh air to have kids in a hybrid setting. It's uh, obviously there's benefits to having them back in the, in the classroom in terms of their grades and being able to make personal connections and develop positive relationships and make sure that kids you know, can feel safe for um, six and a half hours out of the day. So, yes, I think that kids, the best place for kids is, is the schoolhouse building for sure, especially during the day um, uh, in terms of activities. Without a doubt, it's, uh, it's a beneficial, you know, whether it's grades or um, social-emotional skills or teamwork skills, you name, or, or simply personal development and self-efficacy. You know, we see kids who are striving to be their best, and when they're successful, uh, there's a cycle there, and we want to see that cycle repeat so kids continually are feeling and seeing successes on their own. It's a lot harder to do when you don't have coaches there to facilitate that. So I would love, absolutely love, to get as many sports going as we can, and I think we did a good job of that this fall uh, for as long as we were allowed to. <clears throat> and I think we'll see that a, a little bit later on in the winter season once we get uh, a little bit loosened uh, restrictions, hopefully. And if not, then we'll see it uh, sometime in the spring when the snow melts and people uh, emerge from their caves and uh, start getting back outside again. I don't know. What do you think? Well, it you know, when we talk about the health and safety of student-athletes, now we're running into two different things because we're talking a bit about, the, you know, the mental stability yep. and, you know, depression and things like that by not playing sports. But there's also the health and safety of student athletes and those they are exposed to when it comes to the virus. And so I uh, want to know from Cole, you know, like what, what's the balance there? What, what, what outweighs what? Now, well, we're definitely getting deep into philosophy right now. And just based on the numbers that uh, are located on the CDC website, in terms of student-to-student -student scenario, I do believe them being back in school is more beneficial uh, or, or is it's higher risk to have them home and suffering from mental and emotional and social uh, stressors and depression and anxiety. 
and potentially suicidal thoughts than it is to have them potentially exposed to uh, this virus. Now, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical professional. Nobody should take medical advice from me. I rely solely on my doctor and Dr. Larson to uh, give me advice on this. But the safety procedures that we have at Ellensburg High School, I feel like, are, are solid. We've got a bunch of great coaches who want nothing more than to see their kids succeed in their sport and are willing to do what it takes to, uh, to ensure that. And so the possibility for uh, COVID exposure at school is real, but our safety measures to mitigate that chance of infection are, are I think, strong. So um, the health and safety of students is absolutely paramount, um, but I think our protection measures combat uh, that risk uh, a lot more than any kind of uh, strategies that we have to combat the risk for mental, emotional, and social uh, unwellness when kids are at home and don't have competitive uh, events in which to participate. I totally agree. I think that's a, a very large concern. Okay, just a, a very small scale of things. And I want people to understand what I'm about to say is I am not saying that I have problems when I'm saying this. But I do know for the fact that Saturday night, and this is, and, and I know, understand the big picture, so hang with me on this whole thing. You know, when, when I was watching the Coug game Saturday night, and the mental side of things for me, and how excited I was that I got to watch Cougar football, something so simple in life as Cougar football, and then knowing that the restrictions were coming down, thinking in the fourth quarter, this could be the last game I get to watch this year. Mm-hmm. And I hit, I don't know if I'd call it depression, but it bummed me out. And I was super sad. And then it, it, it came across to me like, man, that was college football. It's something that I did, I'm a fan of that I watch for three hours once a week. Mm-hmm. What about the people that, are, that have something in their life that has been taken away because of this? And how hard that's something that is truly home, not, not a game on TV, but something in someone's life. And I, that is my biggest fear of this whole thing. And like he said, the mental health of people, and if, if someone's listened to this and you need to talk to someone, reach out. Because I, it, the struggle is real, not just for you. Absolutely. So many what, what you felt was depression. Whether you have depression or not, and whether you do or not, doesn't matter. It was depression in that moment. Right. Yeah. And so it, that feeling that you had is, and that's, that's where some of these kids are at. Yeah. Not just a moment of, it's a day long. It's a week long. I've been in, myself, I've been in month-long depressions, yeah. you know, since all this hit. Like, you know, my life isn't the same. It's not fun. And I can think when I was a kid and I, all I wanted to do was play sports. That's all I lived to do. Mm-hmm. Go play with my friends. If, if my sports season wasn't going, I was down at the neighbor's house playing. Mm-hmm. You take all of that away, I, you, got a, you got a sad kid on your hands. Like yep. that, that's the bottom line. And we're not, you know, we're talking about high school kids, but it goes far beyond that. You got, right. you know, middle school kids. You've got little leagues. You've got, yeah. you know, we have a large generation of kids who are missing something big in their lives, right. you know? And we've even noticed that school was one of those. You talk to every, any kid a year ago, they'd be like, I'd be fine if I didn't have to go to school yep. for another year. Yeah, I'd right. be fine with it. Yeah. But we, you take it away and, you know, things change. The kids are like, I'm, I can't wait to go back to school. Yeah. I'm so happy to go back to school. Mm-hmm. And uh, so with that said, there is, you know, there, there are people that have bigger fears than that. There are, you know, there is another side to the argument and, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to hear from, from you know, a group of people who don't value athletics. Right. You know, what, what, how would they feel about that? You know, what what, do, they do they, right, what are they missing out on and, and things like that? But 
I, that doesn't that that's not me saying that um you know we're not understanding and you know because we wanted to go back you know it it's just there's different dynamics in the in the world right now yep. people come right. from many different backgrounds feel and believe different things and it's just it's tough it's a tough well, place to be right now and if someone's listening to this thinking that oh sports and that's all you care about no sports is a is a thing that goes a direct correlation to how life can be 100 percent. and just because we're talking about we're missing this because of covid it, it's everything that we're missing it's everything mm-hmm. and it's and i think that's it's another thing of a whole another subject of you, pointing I'm, the finger you gotta i missed understand the, everybody's yeah i, I interrupted you i'm sorry but i miss the anticipation of it you know it has nothing to do with sports right just the you know the the elevated heart rate or or the 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 good anxiety of like seeing a game we were talking about it before we were on the air Mm -hmm. there's gonna be no central western this year oh my gosh no central western basketball game right i mean that's a huge thing to me right 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 um or or again maybe somebody doesn't like sports but you're, uh, they go uh, to the homecoming dance. They go to the homecoming <laughs> dance, yeah. right? You know, and yeah. that's all revolved around Spirit Week. Your, your team, Spirit right. Week. There's Spirit a week, week of school. You get to dress like whatever you want. Right, 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 right. There, there's, there's many things. There's, there's many things that affect sports that have nothing to do with sports. But also, on the flip side, sports affects many things that are unrelated to that as well. I mean, right. uh, I'm a you know banker, so I'm a money guy, and sports is is a huge. Um, money. Well, maybe it's not a huge money maker in tiny towns, but you know, I know the concession stands are worked by different groups that earn money. Yeah. Where are they going to get their fundraising this year? Right. right? Um, just little things like that. So it might be a a band club or or right. some sort of fine arts kind of club, but it's their time to do the the concessions, or it's a junior class or whatever. Right. Uh, that's what I, I I worry about that, and that goes beyond the social or the uh, the the mental health aspect of things. That, but you know, me being a money guy, money is what pays the bills and keeps the light on. Mm-hmm. What are these kids going to do when their their source of funding is going to be gone for a year? You know, so there's a group of kids, and I'm 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 concerned for every kid, but the group of kids that really concerns me, and I feel so terrible because not only did they get gypped out of the end of their senior year this year. Mm-hmm. They're getting gypped out of their freshman year of college right now, right? Because they're getting forced to be online. They've missed out on that orientation. Uh, dorm, you go to dorms. You get to have your dorm competitions. That's like the most packed student section at Central football games, right? Yeah, yeah. And now they have been missed this entire spring of not just sports but school and life. And now they have to miss an entire fall of a new life experience that was awesome. I remember my freshman year. Well, what I remember my freshman year of college, right? But it was a blast. And, it, and I, oh, I'm, I just, I hope those kids can find some sort of an outlet to be a part of one another. So I have a story to that. Um, not about my college years. Cause I mean, college was an incredible time. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was the greatest seven years of my life. <laughs> right. So, um, that's right. You know, whatever. A lot of people go to school for seven years. I'm just not called the doctor. Like what you were saying. Right. Um, <laughs> But I, uh, about a month ago, month and yeah, about a month ago, a uh, month and a half ago, maybe, uh, I was sitting at the taco truck and, uh, waiting for my food to come. And there was a, there was a lady there who was a central freshman. She was new to Ellensburg, um, had just took a, a leap of faith and, and enrolled, you know, before COVID really started becoming a reality. Um, she enrolled or, you know, applied and 
whatever, this was her first quarter, and she was, and I asked her about the, the residence hall experience. I was an RA, and great time. That's how I met my wife, and so I have some great memories of being truly a student in the in the dorms and stuff, and she was just saying how my interpretation of what she was saying is maybe there's still a fear, and so the camaraderie and the socializing that happens in dorms, it's not happening, or at least for this lady, it wasn't happening in... Uh, in the, uh, the the hall that she lived in. And, and she was a very gregarious, outgoing personality. Struck a, a conversation with me who I didn't know who she was. So I'm thinking if, if she can talk to strangers and she can talk to anybody in her dorm. And she was just saying, you know, there's, there's something lacking there, which was pretty upsetting to her, which made me think, well, is that COVID related? Is that, you know, everybody's got their phones in their hands now. Maybe it's technology related, but COVID to me has got to be affecting that where people just want to, stay in their own protected areas, which that's going to have a, a major domino effect well, of, of... Yeah, this is starting to feel like the new normal. Right. Yeah. Like, we're watching movies, so, and my son's like, where are their masks? Like, yeah. you know, and things like that. And that's so interesting. When, when yeah. you get, take so much time avoiding people, it, com- it becomes second nature. Yeah. You know, and you don't think twice about it. It's just the way it is. And that's, that's the scary thing to me, is I'm starting to forget what normal life was like, normal quotation marks life was like right. yeah you know going back it's going to be a tough transition right i mean there's going to be times where i'm like two days in a row i did stuff <laughs> what is i want to go home <laughs> i just want to lay down you know it's it's going to be a tough transition it's you know you think about it like i can't wait i'm gonna go do everything that day yeah. one but you know that it's starting to feel normal right and we're getting comfortable in it in <sighs> in certain ways and it's it's i don't like it well and i i think that's a bummer, and, and I worry about college kids too. Just you telling that story about they're away from mom and dad, and then they go to a lockdown apartment yeah. building. That sucks. Yeah. I guess before we go to our next question, that it's a you got to remember, you got to be nice to people. Yeah, I'm gonna sound like uh, Mr. Rogers, but that dude might have had it figured out, and he might need to take a lesson from it. I think so. I, I try to, you know, when I have to go to certain stores and I have to wear the mask, I try as best as I can to make my smile go through the mask. Hundred percent, because yeah, that might you. make someone save somebody's day. Yeah, good so point. So quit being dickheads out there, okay? <laughs> <laughs> right? Be good people. Right. Be, be good community members. Right. You know, let's switch gears. I believe this is our final question. It is. I want to know. We talked about the World Series here a little bit, and our opinion on do we pull Snell too early and stuff like that. Let's go flip side on another pitcher, uh, Coach Canyon. Mm-hmm. Are you happy that Kershaw got his first ring? Yeah, but this year is always going to have an asterisk, right? They played a half of a season, had some games that were uh, lost due to COVID. That doesn't mean the Dodgers weren't the best team in Major League Baseball. They very likely were, but, uh, you know, it's hard to say. 162 games is a heck of a lot more than 81. So uh, good for Clayton Kershaw to finally perform well in the postseason. But, uh, yeah, put an asterisk next to this World Series. (laughs) And then hopefully Theo Epstein signs with the Mariners and we can get some action going uh, with the Seattle Mariners. He's a, he's a builder anyway, so let's let's go build with Theo. I want to thank you guys again. Uh, really appreciate uh, you guys and your advocation for Kittitas Valley Sports. Um, you know, what a, what a cool group of guys to, to hammer this out. And dating back to the late 90s and early 2000s with John Goodat as a sports editor. Um, <laughs> What a mentor to have, Luke. Had a boy. So take all the advice you can and learn as much as you can about rodeo while you can. So 
Hope you guys are well. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. Uh, go dogs. Uh, that was a perfect example of Luke. Like I said in the last little comment, quit being a dickhead. Listen to John. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> you know, when I see Cole, I don't know how he how old he is off the top of my head, but I know he's not an 18-year-old high school senior. And when I still see him as, you know, the 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 quarterback for the dogs or, or you know, uh, baseball player for the dogs and stuff like that. So we go – we go back a couple of years, so I was a rookie sports reporter in, in May of 2000, and he was a, that was his junior or senior year, whatever. We're all 29 years old now, so that's, all, so. That, that's all that matters, right? Absolutely. But, uh, um, you know, what he said also triggered a memory of one of our last podcasts before our sabbatical was with Tim Booth, and Tim Booth said, you know what, this brings up the question of do we really need 162 games to figure it out? Because he was saying, you know, I don't know if they were the, you know, I, I paraphrasing what he said, maybe they weren't the best team, but, you know, they clearly were one of the best teams, and that reminds me of 2001 where the Mariners kicked everybody's butts for six months and then – Somebody kicked their butts for six you days. Can, you can be the best team and still not win the World Series. Yeah, That's yeah. And 01 one. was that was that year. Right. And, uh, but but think about 01 here because Mariners they hit a stride, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end of that. What if they had only played sixty games and took that into the playoffs? I don't know. I right. Don't know. There could be there could be a lot different. I don't know. We ran uh, into the Yankees that year. That was that was the problem. What's that? We ran into the Yankees that year. That was yeah, the problem. That was yeah, the problem. that was the problem for many years, though. Um, not lately, but many years. And uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, I, li- I like baseball. Baseball, to me, is, is a long game, meaning long in terms of, um, you know, the time it takes a, a game to complete and, and long in terms of the season. I like watching a, a, a baseball season play out. And uh, so – I'm a big fan of the baseball season playing out, and uh, I am glad Kershaw got his championship. As much as I might not have been rooting for him, I guy. I am glad because I'm dude's a stud, flat out stud, and you know I don't think I know there's a lot to be said about what you do in the playoffs, but when you're a stud, you're a stud, man. Mm-hmm. Like you're 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 constantly pitching against teams who are peaking. Yeah, they've hit their peak in like. Stuff. It's a long season. It's. I mean, yeah. it's. It's just. I. I. I've always hated the criticism he got. I mean, you always want your pitchers that you pay a lot of money to come up when you really need them, but you also need the ones that get you there. Right. 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 I just want to put out this little blur before we move on with our next advertisement. But uh, I think there's a Seager brother. Well, they're both about to be free agents, I guess. But it'd be kind of fun to have a Corey Kyle, same side of the infield. I mean, I'm in, but. We got a pretty good shortstop right now, don't we? We do. We do. Good point. Gold Glover, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. And a- you know, we haven't talked about that. Let's talk about that yeah. for a second. Oh, We're talking awesome. about MLB generally and mm-hmm. the Dodgers and the, and the Rays, but, hey, we got some uh, great postseason accolades there. Absolutely. Rookie of the year, Kyle Lewis. Yes. I'm just saying I bought a Kyle Lewis rookie of the year card because – it might be worth a zero in ten years, but I saw a group. <laughs> the upper deck rookie. tops. Tops come with bubble gum. I hope so. God, I hope Amazon. So, <laughs> so uh, if you sell cards in town, let me know. I'll come buy some. Support local business. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yep. no. Uh, I'm excited for the Mariners. I think they could be okay here for a little bit. A lot of people are negative, but 
they've given us a lot of reason to be negative. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm I wouldn't I'm not negative. I'm just I've lost hope. Right. <laughs> they've 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 taken my hope and they've stomped it into the ground. Yeah. And, and I don't feel like I have the power to get up mm-hmm. unless they lift me up. So I'm waiting for that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we want to thank Cole Canyon for joining us today as our guest of the week. We got one more advertisement, got to pay the bills, and we'll be right back to wrap this thing up. All right, let's back to wrap this thing up. Guys, there's so much negative things going on in this world. I don't want to end negative. Let's end on something positive. Yep. So what are you and you? Most excited for sports wise this week between now and Sunday. Thursday, Seahawks have a redemption game against Arizona. Yes. We're getting Carl Hyde back. Carson's out. Mm-hmm. But we're getting Hyde back. And uh, I'm just really excited for that game. Also nervous. I'm really excited for that. I wouldn't say that I'm nervous, but I'll echo that um, because, you know, win or lose. I'm going to be here and hanging out in Kittitas, right? Happy, but I'm excited for that game. I really am. Um, maybe not sports, but athletic or, or exercise related. I am excited to uh, get back to hiking. I'm find, trying to find a hike that I haven't done in a while. So nice. Seahawks, yes, and uh, hiking. Hey, I, side comment real quick. A hike, a friend of mine, also known as my dad, went with my nephew, Across that train trussel bridge down the Yakima River. And I will not do that. I want to go do that, but I won't do it in the summer. I will only do it in freezing temperatures because I hate snakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bad spot to go if you like snakes. Yeah, we've seen plenty of them there. Um, I will only go during the winter. Yeah. I think you and I have the same spirit around snakes. 100%. I feel good about that. We are same spirit animals. They're Satan. (laughs) Yeah, they are the worst thing in the world. They are, as my son says... Word of the Bible says they're Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Hey, I I love my occupation. I love farming. But when I see a gardener snake in the hayfield irrigating, I freak out. Do you That's really? I absolutely love wintertime because there's no snakes. So what are you looking forward to besides no snakes? Well, I was I had other things, and then Sammy brought up the sea, Seahawks tomorrow night. I'm pretty excited about that. Thursday night right. football, uh, The you know sports-wise, looking into it, I'm just going to say I am excited for Saturday afternoon. My plan is to get my stuff done early. I want to watch Oklahoma, Oklahoma State football game. Yep. I believe Iowa State's playing in the afternoon sometime. And then a got moved up to a 7.30 kickoff. Yep. Coug Stanford. Excited to watch Delora do his thing. I'm excited about Cougar football. And he's giving thumbs down, but I'm sure he's ready to watch his poodles on Mutt Lake. And uh, Mutt Lake, sorry. Uh, but anyways, guys, thank you again for We're being back. Here. We're we back. got the band back together. We are going to make this more regular. We That's right. Absolutely. Happen. Just like our fiber intake, we're getting regular here, baby. So, uh, <laughs> we didn't see that coming. This episode sponsored by MedMuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, on that note, guys, like we said, take care of one another. Be kind. I can't wait to get back to sports here soon. Uh, a big, big uh, announcement real quick before we go, and you're going to hear it here every, every episode. We are now part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Uh, part of the, the other podcast in here. The only other one so far is the Pacific Northwest Fungo Banter. Check them out. And please share the word of the Kid House Valley Sports Talk podcast. And we will catch you next week.
Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast is a part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Check out all episodes where you get your podcast. And also, please check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. But I can help you start, just give me a call If you want to ride away